is up to studies. Happy Friday, March 11th, 2022, and welcome to another episode of the study session here on The Still Study. I am your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, thanking you so much for joining me here on this glorious Friday. The weekend officially starts today. Hope you have an amazing one with your family and friends. You get some time to rest and relax, knock out your work day if you're still at work, but just take some time to enjoy life. Today, I'm gonna get into Alex Kazora's first mock draft, as I said, because I think it's a good exercise to see what those Steelers writers out there whom I respect are prognosticating in terms of what's gonna happen in the draft. I think it's helpful to take a look at their mocks. So we're gonna take a look at Alex's first mock. This is back from February 21st. I'm sure things have changed for him up until this point, and I'm sure that'll be updated, but we're gonna get into that today. I wanna say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of The Still Study, for listening, reading, sharing. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. I would love to connect with you. We can do that one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You can drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And you can also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Let's make that happen. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday Mailbag, where you drive the content. Your questions, comments, feedback drive the program. So let's make that happen. And also, please be reminded of the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Steel City Insider. Our podcast is called The Steel City Insider Podcast. Special episode, man. Make sure you check it out. Special guest. It's linked in the show notes. So again, want to bring some attention to my friends over at the Steelers Depot. Today, we're taking a look at Alex Kazora's first mock draft going to run through his picks again. I think it's important as we start progressing towards the draft of taking a look at who those Steelers writers who are knowledgeable of the team, whom they are projecting, because it helps calibrate our thoughts and perspective on who the team will take. So here are Alex's picks. We're going to start with the first pick, number 20. And This is a name you've heard me talk about here on the site. Kenyon Green, guard out of Texas A&M, 6'4", 325 pounds. Again, this pick pick makes a lot of sense in terms of the Steelers' needs. They need an offensive lineman. Green fills that role. He's a big dude. He'll probably be at the right side would be a road grader, nice run blocker, nice anchor on the interior for whomever's playing quarterback. So that pick makes sense. You know, Alex is a pretty practical guy. And currently his thinking must not either see 
Willis or Pickett dropping, or he doesn't see the, the value in those picks, but Kenyon Green is his pick at number 20. In the second round, Kazora has the team selecting Damon Clark out of LSU, 6'2", 240 pounds. Interesting to see Kazora go inside linebacker here. Mentions that he is a Power 5 conference player. Has battled against quality competition, so he's going to come in having played against good players, good competitions, good competition. And this pick would make sense because of the uncertainty that exists at that inside backer position. We don't know how Devin Bush will respond if last year was just an anomaly. We don't know what's going to happen with Joe Schobert. But Kazor here is prioritizing that inside backer position and thinks it's enough of a need that he is selecting Clark with the Steelers' second pick. In round three, Alex goes back to the offensive line. Rasheed Walker, offensive tackle out of Penn State, 6'6", 325. This guy was in my first mock draft in the later rounds, though. But Alex is addressing offensive line in the first three rounds, both guard and tackle. Wonder if Alex foresees a core four not resigning, the team not resigning him. Walker's been a left tackle his entire career, so if Dan Moore is going to continue to be that guy left tackle, he'll have to kick over to the right side. Alex does point that out. But there you have it, two picks on the offensive line in the first three rounds. Round four, Kazora goes cornerback out of Tennessee, Alante Taylor, six foot, 196 pounds. We know there's a need at the cornerback position. A fourth rounder is not going to be drafted with the intent to start. This is going to be a depth signing. Taylor played in the Senior Bowl, didn't have a great week. Decent size. He's got experience in college. He started a lot of games. So there you go with the fourth round pick. Round six, Danny Gray, wide receiver out of SMU, 5'11", 182 pounds. Not a big receiver. Kazora says, in quote, certainly could argue that the team needs to draft a receiver earlier than this, but draft capital is limited, and that is absolutely true. The Steelers are going to draft a receiver. Who knows when it will be? Kazora has the Steelers getting one in the sixth round. 
Gray has speed. I don't know if they'll wait that long before they make a selection at the receiver position. Round seven, Isaiah Pola Mau, safety out of USC. Six foot, 205 pounds. Isaiah's uncle is Troy Palomalo, so there's the familial connection here, the relate, relation to Troy Palomalo, the similarity in position. Kazora references that connection. Again, this is not a player who's going to be drafted to come in and start. It's going to be a depth player, but that Connection there with the former great Troy makes some sense. And then finally, with the final pick in the seventh round, Letty Brown running back out of West Virginia, six foot, 215 pounds. Kazor acknowledges that running back isn't the biggest need on this team. but mentions the need to have an adequate backup. And he sees Brown as being that type of player. He says Brown is well-built, played at a good school, and had back-to-back 1,000-plus yards seasons while combining for over 60 receptions at that time. Again, you're taking a flyer on the player in the seventh round. The Steelers do need to shore up their depth at the position. Who knows if they're going to ride with Benny Snell. My take all along is that they need a third down running back in the vein of Darren Sproles. Will they do that? Will be a player that they pursue in undrafted rookie free agency? Who knows? But that wraps up Kazora's mock draft. So we've got a guard here in the first round tackle third round the inside linebacker in the second round is a bit surprising but again just having read Alex's work for a long time those are practical picks that could come in and help right away they're going to need help at those spots you're building some depth with that selection of Rashid Walker in the third round at tackle not a guy who's going to come in and start or maybe could come in and start. Who's to say? We saw what happened with Dan Moore being selected in the fourth round. And you have a corner selection, wide receiver selection, safety selection, and a running back selection. So interesting draft, interesting first mock by Alex. If you haven't checked out Alex's work over on SteelersDepot.com, please do so. It's a great site. I respect the work that Dave and Alex do. Go check it out. But again, as a Steelers fan, if you really want to calibrate yourself in terms of how the Steelers are going to approach this draft, read the mocks of these excellent Steelers writers. We covered Ray Fittipaldo's the other day, Alex's today. 
lot more coming your way along with my mock draft 2.0 coming this weekend so stay tuned be sure to check it out and studying 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 that is it that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 252 my gratitude to you this lovely friday thank you so much for being supporters of the still study it truly does mean the world to me thank you for that would love to connect with you you know how to do it three ways comment email tweet let's make it happen check out the podcast that i do with wax over on his site and remember life is beautiful in the black and gold peace everyone make it a great day